and welcome to the program, UFO Warning. Today's topic comes from the BlackVault.com. This article came out on December 6, titled The Pentagon Corrects Record on Secret UFO Program. This is back on the topic of ATIP, A-A-T-I-P. It's by John Greenwald, and he says, The Pentagon has recently opened up to the Black Vault about the rumored secret UFO program known as the Advanced Aerospace Threat Identification Program, or AATIP. On December 16, 2017, news of this obscure program was first announced by the New York Times and Politico. Both media outlets reported that UFOs, now being referred to as Unidentified Aerial Phenomena, or UAPs, to reduce the stigma surrounding the topic, were the direct focus of this program. However, the Pentagon now seems to have changed their stance, claiming they want to correct the record and clear up some inaccuracies. The Pentagon now says AATIP, ATIP, was not a UFO or UAP program. And he has the, um, Greenwald has, has a, a photo of the actual email that he received right here on the site on the blackvault.com. Okay, the article goes on, it says, neither a, quote, neither AATIP, it's ATIP, or AAWSAP, AAWSAP, or UAP related, said the Pentagon spokesperson Susan Koff in an email to the Black Vault. The purpose of ATIP was to investigate foreign advanced aerospace weapons systems applications with future technology projections over the next 40 years and to create a center of expertise on advanced aerospace technologies. Since 2017, details have been scarce. However, the DOD's latest position that ATIP wasn't a UFO program seems to represent one of their most dramatic about-faces on the issue since the program was first revealed. It goes on to say, the AAWSAP, or ASAP, I guess, ASAP, Goff refers to is the Advanced Aerospace Weapon System Applications Program, a contract posted publicly by the Defense Intelligence Agency asking for bids from the private sector on August 18, 2008, by the due date of September 5th. Doesn't that seem a little strange? They asked for bids on a contract on October 8, on October 18th of 2008, and they want the bids submitted um, what three weeks later on September 5th. Now, to me, that sets some red flags off. Oh, look at this. Only one bidder had submitted a proposal, and that was Bigelow Aerospace subsidiary, known as Bigelow Airspace Advanced Space Studies, or BASS. Now, anybody that's been listening to this program knows about Bigelow, and has heard of Robert Bigelow. But this is the kind of stuff, I'm not accusing anybody of anything, but man, does this look sketchy. You have the Department of Defense putting out a contract on August 18th, 2008, and three weeks later, only three weeks later, they've only got three weeks to prepare for this. I think we all know 
the minutiae and all of the detail that can be involved in a government contract. And it seems pretty unreasonable for me, to me at least, that, sh that somebody just off the street should be expected to prepare and submit a contract within a three-week a three week uh, window. That just seems ridiculous to me. It's almost like this thing was set up for one, with one person in mind. And if that's the case, you know, I'm not saying that's what's going on, but it looks like people are using the federal government as their own private piggy bank. And that just stinks. And even if that's not what's going on, we need to have appearances should be a little better than this. There should be more transparency than this in our government contracting business. Now back to the article. Aerospace subsidiary known as Bigelow Aerospace Advanced Space Studies of BASS, B-A-A-S-S. They were awarded the contract and according to the New York Times, operated with a $22 million budget. Note, the Black Vault has not been able to independently verify that budget amount. Well, for all we know, it could have been a lot more. It could have been less. But the way these guys operate in the government today, it seems like $22 million is a drop in the bucket. Many researchers, this is back to the article, many researchers, bloggers, and journalists with the mainstream media have often confused ATIP with AAWSAP. So apparently APEC, ATIP is the uh, entity, the organization, the government bureaucracy, whatever. It's, it's, it's the department. And AAWSAP is a contract. It's an actual project, if you will. So it says, Many researchers, bloggers, and journalists within the mainstream media have often confused ATIP and AAWSAP, along with the missions of both programs. For example, an anonymous letter by someone claiming to be involved in the project was published by KLAS-TV, and it alleged... AAWSAP was studying poltergeists along with other paranormal activity. Now, this goes back, now if I just can interject here for just a second, you can go back and look at some of the former uh, podcasts that we've done on Skinwalker Ranch. And this is a lot of stuff that was being alluded to there, is that Bob Bigelow, his company at least, was uh, not only investigating the UFO phenomena, but was uh, investigating the phenomena of the skinwalkers or poltergeist on that skinwalker ranch, and they were doing so while being government-funded. And some people were upset that they were doing so while being government-funded, and then they, we end up with this ranch with whoever was managing the ranch taking out and blocking off the roads going through the ranch. A publicly, a publicly owned uh, secondary road, had been blocked off and no trespassing signs put up. And you remember we talked about that in one of our podcasts, how uh, people had gone to the county commissioner or to, the, to the, the county meeting or whatever and complained about that. When you're blocking off public roads because it might somehow inadvertently give access to a ranch where you're doing studies on ghosts or portrait ice, that doesn't that doesn't look like transparency. That doesn't look like disclosure. So there's a history of this of this mentality to hide things. And from my perspective, that doesn't translate well when you're talking about doing business with the government and bidding on what should have been public contracts. 
Now we go on in the article of the Black Vault here, and it says, Another example is a blogger attempting to create a cohesive timeline of the programs, but often confuses dates, facts, and figures that have already been established and documented. According to the latest from the Pentagon, none of that is the case, as ATIP was the name of the overall program, while AAWSAP was the name of the contract that DIA awarded for the production of technical reports under ATIP. The titles of those technical reports referred to by the Pentagon were released via the Freedom of Information Act, FOIA, to the Black Vault on January 16, 2019, which consists of a list of 38 documents created under the ATIP program, mysteriously absent from this topics covered by the Defense Intelligence Reference, or DIRDS, was anything direct, directly referencing UFOs or UAPs. Topics did include some widely speculative science ranging from warp drives to invisibility cloaking. However, there was nothing about unidentified objects flying in the sky or captured on video. Some researchers have theorized this list of research topics was simply an exploration of how UFOs may work or how an alien civilization might traverse the cosmos in order to visit Earth. Conversely, some have remained skeptical and felt this list may be proof that ATIP and or AAWSAP had nothing to do with UFOs and only focused on pseudoscience. The skeptics appeared to be proven wrong when on May 22, 2019, the New York Post ran the headline, The Pentagon Finally Admits It Investigates UFOs. Now, most of us can remember when that headline came out, uh, in light of uh, the videos that were released from the aircraft carrier. And it was quite a big deal. But now all of a sudden we're learning from the Black Vault that the Pentagon is trying to backtrack uh, on this whole notion. And they're saying, oh no, we weren't investigating UFOs at all. We were just looking for uh, information about, about objects that other countries were developing. Well, listen... That sounds a little hard to believe to me when you consider some of the things they were investigating. It seems like if the Communist Chinese or the Soviet Union would have had military craft capable of doing the things that people were reporting, this, this story would have been done a long time ago. They're, they would have already used those weapons of warfare to, to take over the world. Why wouldn't they? Why would why would they put up with the U.S. Uh, meddling in their business when they have when they have aircraft that are capable of traveling at near light speed? Doesn't make any sense. Okay, we go on here. It says the skeptics appeared to be proven wrong when on May twenty third, two thousand nineteen, the New York Post ran a headline: "The Pentagon finally admits it investigates UFOs." At the time this article was published, investigative journalist Stephen Greenstreet with the New York Post, had received word from the Pentagon through spokesperson Christopher Sherwood that ATIP did pursue research and investigation into unidentified aerial phenomena. Understandably, the story then went viral. However, roughly seven months later, the Pentagon's stance seems to have changed. Although the statement that was given to the New York Post was accurately reported, the Pentagon now states it was not entirely fact-based. Wow. So the Pentagon gave an official statement, and now seven months later they come back and saying, oh no, 
that statement wasn't fact-based. <sighs> That's unfortunate. You would hope that when a major government entity like the Pentagon gives a statement under the pretense that it's a fact, that it would in fact be a fact. But now we're being told, no, no, that there was a mistake. Don't believe that. We just need to put the genie back in the bottle. When asked about the discrepancy at the time, Mr. Sherwood was repeating the information that was provided by a previous spokesperson some two years earlier, said Gao. That previous spokesperson is no longer with my organization, and I cannot comment on the person's explanation of ATIP, included that it had an anomalous, that it had looked at anomalous events. According to all the official information I have now, when implemented, ATIP did not pursue research and investigation into unidentified aerial phenomena. That was not part of the technical studies nor the reports produced by the program. You know, this is a little scary when you read this. This is, a, this is an official from the Pentagon, and they're using pronouns like I and my. Think about that for a second. This is an organization that could squash the world like a bug. They have access to the most powerful weapons ever known to man. And this person is referring to themselves as my organization. Well, I thought as a taxpayer that it was our organization. Can you start to see the mindset here of us, them? Can you start to see the mindset of why people believe there could be a breakaway civilization and that we're not part of it? And even if it's not a breakaway civilization, it's, for, it's, it's to say, well, they've got you know massive buildings on the moon. But it's intellectually, it is a breakaway civilization. Think about that for one second. Intellectually and informationally, it's already a breakaway civilization. You have those on the inside, and then you have the rest of us on the outside. That previous spokesperson is no longer with my organization. Why couldn't they have just said the previous spokesperson is no longer with the Pentagon? Why do they have to personalize it that way? Do you, do, you, do you start to see the ownership they're taking on the subject of UFOs? This is an emotionally powerful subject to these people. They're invested in it as if it is a religion. They are invested in it. They're approaching this thing not as a fact-based decision. They're approaching this thing, this whole subject of UFOs, as being as, approached as if it was some sort of religion. A secret priesthood. And you and I have to be kept on the outside. Can you feel that coming through this, this exchange here? When people see things like my organization, I see this way. When someone starts to personalize an argument with words, pronouns like I, me, mine. They're owning that idea. They're telling you. That they believe in something so strongly that there's no way in the world you're ever going to change their mind. They're not approaching this from an open-minded perspective. From a third person, say, from the outside looking in. They're owning this thing. It's the exact opposite of disclosure. It goes on to say, The Black Vault reached out to Green Street and the New York Post, but they did not respond for comment. Then it goes on to say, Pentagon's new stance 
Pentagon's new stance conflicts with former Department of Defense DOD employee Louis Elizondo. According to Elizondo, he was the director of ATIP, and since coming forward in October of 2017, he's consistently maintained ATIP did research UFOs slash UAPs. ATIP, it's, this is quote, ATIP itself spent its entire time on UFOs, said Elizondo in March of 2019 at the first annual Anomalous Airspace Phenomena, or AAP, conference put on by the Scientific Coalition for UAP Studies, SCU. ATIP was a 100% UFO program, period. It was not looking at airplanes. The article goes on to say, in an Okay, do you get this? Elizondo, the guy who says he was a former head of ATIP, says it was 100% UFO program. Now, this is exact opposite of what the Pentagon has just said. The Pentagon has just said, basically, it's a 100% airplane program. Elizondo says, nope, we were looking for UFOs. So what's the, what does the Pentagon say? Elizondo? Elizondo who? <laughs> They're throwing him under the bus, man. In an already confusing saga... The, the Pentagon continues to deny Elizondo's role and participation in the AATIP. According to Gao, Elizondo was not the director of the AT, of ATIP and reiterated, and reiterated he had no assigned responsibilities with the program. Here we go, talking in gibberish again. He had no assigned responsibilities. So it looks like they're giving themselves some wiggle room. As if, well, maybe he was there under some secret capacity that we don't know about. You know, this thing is starting to smell more and more like Bob Lazar the whole, I mean, all the time. With the difference being that I think Elizondo actually has some street cred. It's like you've got a guy who seems to have been somewhere, who seems to have been in the right place, but there's no official documentation. It makes you wonder. I mean, at first glance, you take a guy like Elizondo or Lazar, and you think he's a nut job who just wants to, you know, he's some sort of Forrest Gump of the UFO uh, genre. But the more you look at it, why do these people need to go to the trouble of denying him? Why can't why can't they just let the facts speak for themselves? The whole thing seems sketchy to me. My response—that's my opinion. It goes on. It says currently Elizondo serves as a director of Government Programs and Services for Two of the Stars of Academy Arts and Science, TTSA, a public, quote, a public benefit, unquote, corporation led by rock star Tom DeLonge and stars in a History Channel series called Unidentified Inside America's UFO Investigation. All right, hold on one second here. The Pentagon's denying that Elizondo had anything in a assigned role with ATIP. He said he he was a director of it. They say, no, he's not. Basically, they're calling the guy a liar. Well, that being the case, why on earth did they sign a contract with the company he works for to develop technology for the U.S. Army using, using UFO metamaterial he says they possess? If the guy's a liar, as they're basically implying that he is, why would you believe him to the point where you're paying his company, what, up to a million dollars to do research on UFO metamaterial they claim to have. It makes no sense. Currently, Elizondo serves as a director of the Government Program and Services for To The Stars Academy, a public benefit corporation led by rock star Tom DeLonge and stars in a History Channel series called Unidentified Inside America's UFO Investigation. In the past, Elizondo has addressed a hierarchy of ATIP and AAWSAP programs 
Quote, it would be disingenuous for me to simply say, well, ATIP is really AAWSAP. Well, it evolved from AAWSAP, but is not AAWSAP, unquote, Elizondo said during an annual Mutual UFO Network MUFON conference in July of 2018. And I think the documentation that is beginning to come out into the public forum, people are beginning to realize that, Elizondo told the crowd of UFO enthusiasts. Elizondo did not return, request, return a request for comment from the Black Vault. Although the Pentagon's change to, pre, to a previous statement may concern and frustrate a segment of the general public excited about UFO recent developments, hope is not entirely lost. The Pentagon maintains, as of the writing of this article, that the U.S. Navy continues to investigate UAPs and the three videos that have surfaced in the past two years that have garnered, garnered worldwide attention are still considered UAPs. So the Pentagon hasn't tried to change or close the door on the whole UFO topic. Something should still encourage something that should still encourage enthusiasts of the UFO subject. Well, that is food for thought. The question here is. Is the Pentagon simply trying to throw Elizondo, DeLong, and friends under the bus so that they can regain ownership of the UFO narrative? Or has Elizondo uh, possibly overrepresented himself in the ATIP program, as they seem to speculate here? Personally, I don't know. But I do find the whole thing very interesting. Highly recommend go to theblackvault.com. Check out the article. There's plenty of links. There is so much good material on that site. It is unbelievable. Until next time, this is UFO Warning saying over and out.